Thank you. Thank you for being here, everyone. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you, everyone, for being here for our Equinox gathering. We are landing this call right at the Equinox. Three o'clock on Eastern time today, we set into the, the new system of pure balance and harmony. So this is our time to breathe in that balance, let it take our body into a new place of balance and harmony just for us. Recognizing that we are here, that we are a part of something greater than we can even understand. So I'm welcoming you in and I welcome you to just close your eyes, maybe put your hands on your heart and let's just do some nice balanced breaths. So as we're breathing together, we're breathing into our hearts. We're breathing in the power of gratitude. We're breathing in the power of beauty and harmony and grace. And we're breathing in appreciation for all that is being given to us right now. And especially when we can remember that it's so important for us. So thank you for that. So that you can just relax your hands and we're just gonna do some balanced breaths. All we're gonna do to start with is to breathe in for the count of four and breathe out for the count of four. And this is allowing us to bring ourselves into a state of balance. It's a nice deep breath. Two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, four. Do that again. Three, four. And exhale. Three, four. One more time. Exhale. This time we're going to breathe into the count of four and hold it for the count of four, breathing out for the count of four and holding out for the count of four. This is the ha breath. This is a square breath that allows us to deepen our breath and deepen our connection to the earth and to that state of balance that the earth is bringing us today. Breathing in, three, four, and holding in, three, four, and exhaling, three, four, and holding out, three, four, inhale, three, four, hold in, three, four, exhale, three, four, and hold out, three, four. Continue that a couple more times at your own rate and your own speed. And as we breathe together, we know we are absolutely surrounded and empowered and filled with the light of the most divine love that there is. 
we're calling on this divine love, the light of infinite intelligence and love to pour through our bodies from above our crown, from our highest self, from our soul's voice. We allow that to flow through our bodies now as we are breathing. Breathing in this power of divine light, breathing in the wisdom and the illumination and the clear expression of our divine creativity. Breathing in the love in our heart, breathing in the balanced state that we are living in, in this very moment. And may that harmony and balance stay in our heart so that we can retrieve it whenever we need. Breathing down through the solar plexus, bringing courageous strength and protection. Breathing down into our second chakra, the Svadhisthana, the place of balance, this place of unity, consciousness. And breathing down into the base of our bodies, this place of well-being inside us. We breathe it in, we empower that well-being to let it sink down into the earth so that the earth can receive our prayers, our divine connection. Continuing the breath. From this place of alignment, I invite the archangels. I invite those masters, the teachers that's that are with us and have always been with us. I invite our animal spirits, our ancestors, and those who work with each of us to join in our soul, to join in that soul star, so that we are in this beautiful linking of divine presence that stays with us even after this Zoom call is done. Breathing in in beautiful ways and breathing out. And coming right back into this place, you can open your eyes and join us here. I'm always so excited when Kelly says, this is the equinox, what do you wanna do? <laughs> and it's just such an exciting thing because on all of these turns of the seasons, we have been getting together for many years now, over a decade. And it's been a really incredible and empowering connection. I honor Kelly for all this incredible work that she does in astrology and the, all the many ways that she is connecting us to the world in a new way. And that's what we're needing to do right now is to come into the world in a new way. Obviously, the old way isn't working. Obviously, a lot of tumultuous activity is going on in nature and in people's lives. We really need to 
be able to empower ourselves to stay in balance and come back into that centered place that allows us to stay in harmony, that allows us to be more neutral. So this divine neutrality that we hold and that peace in our hearts, that is the empowered presence that we take into the world. And we don't have to say anything. We can look out at people that are struggling and we can bless them because when we bless something, it confers energy on that situation, on that person. And people need so many blessings right now. And so that is our work as light workers, as way showers, as whatever you want to be called in this time, <laughs> we are that which we have been called to. We've been called into this time. We volunteered through our soul's presence to be in life during this transitional time. And it's such a strong, empowered time. I don't think that we really recognized how tumultuous it was going to be and how difficult it was going to be to stay in our hearts and stay in our centers with with all the people that's going on around us because we're sensitives we all have that that intuitive empathic ability to know what people are feeling and this is hard for us so we might have to grieve we might have to come into a place of feeling disappointed that it's you know, as the, this beautiful new golden age of peace is unfolding, that it looks like it does, but this is what it is. And so accepting that, recognizing that, blessing that is our job at this time. So, you know, you can always con contact Kelly or me, you know, when things get a little bit too harder, too hard for you to handle, you can join in our groups. And you can join with others of like mind and do as much as you can to keep yourself uplifted, be in nature, do things that make you happy, listen to music that is moving to you, do things that, that allow you to remember that this is not all, the tumultuous world around us is not all that there is. There is a much deeper, more, there's community that is connected all over, just like the trees are connected all over the world through this, the mycelium that connects their root systems. Just like the redwoods in California are, are connected to the ocean and to the kelp beds. They need each other and we need each other. And through our support systems, we are able to stay stronger and more neutral. So this is how we stay in balance. And this is the way that we can come into deeper harmony in ourselves. Because this, this, this is the grist for the mill. This is what is rubbing off all our rough, rough edges. You know, this is the way that we are becoming diamonds and and becoming the the lighthouse for this whole world right now 
And there's millions of us doing that. So we are not alone. And it only takes a small number, like 1% of the population holding light, holding their spiritual practice to change billions of people on the planet. So we are really working in a way that is very, very different. So this acknowledge yourself because you have come so far and you are holding so much power and light and beauty that this has become your work in the world. So I honor that and I honor you. And now let's have Kelly come back and talk to us about the energies that are working for us. Hello. Kelly. Hello everyone. How's everybody doing? Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Ah, oh, I'm so excited to be together. <laughs> Thank you, Dee. So glad you could make it. So today, our point of balance, we get two chances at this each year, spring and fall. So they're related. And I want to cover a little bit about the season, a little bit about our activations and special alignments, and some of the energetic support that we have as we navigate basically the next quarter, fall equinox to winter solstice. In between there, we have the Scorpio Gate of Power, which is technically the last season in the year. And that'll be around the first week of November. So this is, this is a time of year when we check in all together and we assess the year that we've had so far, right? It's the nine-month baby that we're able to cultivate during 2021. And so where are you at? This is your checkpoint, you know? We have a rhythm that we can tune into and that we can learn how to work with and co-create with consciously. We all have our own natural rhythms. So syncing those two up is kind of the best way to go. And recognizing what you initiated in the spring has kind of run its course at this point. So where are you at? This is why we take a time out at each turn of the wheel to check in with ourselves. I really like the wheel because it gives us permission to move on. It gives us permission to cultivate things in life out in the world. It gives us permission to pull back and do our own thing privately. And so there is a rhythm to it where you can, you know, tap in and learn how to be more effective, right? We don't want to push the river. We don't want to be working on outside things when it's inside time. And right now, it's very uh, inwardly directed for all that we have going on in our worlds today. This is, if you can take some time and make some time, you know, it will not be given. So we have to sort of put it on the calendar and work it in. I like to play with the moon, so you can do that. There's, if you have weekends off or weekdays that are special that you get a time out, I would just start working things in to restore your balance right now, to assess your year, to check in with where you're at, what's working, what's not. We don't want to invest energy any further into things that haven't taken off by now. We want to start looking at what we're closing the year out with and how much we've actually been able to get accomplished because that's what we're going to be able to stand on in the new year, right? Now, our last quarter is very, very special in so many ways. And right now I want you to, um, sort of throw in the back of your mind that when I'm done with my presentation and what I want to share with you today, we probably are going to open for world prayers. 
So if you want to start playing with those in your mind of what you'd like to share with us as a prayer for the world. And then Shanta is going to close with a meditation that integrates everything I want to put on the table now. And that is our kind of four-step process. We're going to harvest and gather, you know, basically assess what you've produced and accomplished in the last six months to a year. And we're going to check in and evaluate and rectify. That means we assess what worked and what did not work. We're going to balance and integrate, which means you assess what you need to do more or less of going forward, what you need to have more or less of, and what you need to be more or less of is where, again, we're just doing some checks and balances now. What's working? What's not? We're going to pause for the cause because this is a transitional time. Now, on top of it being a seasonal shift, on top of it being a transitional time, on top of our whole year of Saturn and Uranus going at it in a way that is forcing us all to grow out of comfort zone into new territory, we are working out the awakening and liberation of a certain level of freedom that maybe we haven't ever had access to, that we have to learn how it works and figure out how to make it work for us as individuals. But we also have this need to get present in our bodies in certain ways too. Okay, we're still earthlings, y'all. We are not computers or robots. We can't just push a button and have certain things done. The thing, our body is like the earth. We are made in the image of our creator. And we were created, created between this earth dust and the stardust. And that's where we go back to, to reset ourselves at each turn of the wheel. Now, technically we have eight turns of the wheel. We have winter, spring, summer, fall, which is the four that everyone's very familiar with. And then we have the midpoints in between winter, spring, summer, fall, which are the gates of power. And at those points, they are the most inward directed. So right now we're looking at Libraton and how we want to interact with others. The challenge and why it's more inward focused and more about you, the individual, is because Mercury is retrograding in Libra. It's already there in its shadow. It hits it next week. It is going to come out of that and Venus is going to go in. She's going to retrograde in Capricorn. So here we have two of our four primary winter, spring, summer, fall, Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn dynamics being activated in the last quarter of this year. So first we're going to sort of change our thinking about things. And as we do that, we're going to shift to Venus and change our values and priorities behind what comes up. And it is unique and customized for everybody. And at this point, we need to replenish. So what has been the most neglected? What have you put on the back burner all year that really needs to come to the front burner so it can get things together and help you close properly, right? And so let's look at it. We want to assess the value of all your current relationships and basically release any people or circumstances that have essentially served their purpose, right? It's okay. We go through these phases and you better believe with Venus retrograde, which only happens every 18 months, it's always a reassessment of our relationships, partnerships, and collaboration. So prepare, you know, start changing your mind, start changing your thinking in a more positive, effective direction. We're going to assess the value of the resources that we have or have already been using and what we would like to tap into going forward. And at the same time, we got to release all that additional weight. You know, anything that you may be carrying, physical, emotional, spiritual, or otherwise, but this excess, anything that's not yours, this is part of the assessment in Libra is happening is what are we really responsible for? 
that Libra and Capricorn, where we're going to linger in certain places this the rest of this year, is, is what are we responsible for in partnerships? I say we are responsible for ourselves first and foremost. What you bring to the table. What do you want out of it? Why are you here? What's your motivation, right? If we are clear going into certain partnerships, then we can, we can trust that the outcome will be okay. We don't have to know what it's going to be exactly, but we can trust it. And that's why we stop to do these assessments. And, you know, my, most of you have heard my spiel, but I'm going to give it again because I want you to learn the rhythm. Winter, spring, summer, fall is active. We're going to have to make some choices over the next six weeks, even with Mercury retrograde. And even with Venus going in, we're still going to have to make some choices. So we want to be as clear as we possibly can, which means doing that review as best you can of the last quarter. Um, you can look at it like the last three, six, nine, or 12 months or the last three, six, nine, and 12 years because Jupiter's doing some things up there too that are contributing to, let's say, the closure vibration that we're feeling in a certain way. We're beginning. We have a lot of new beginnings too. But we have to close out the old before we can really take off like that. So this is why we pause to assess. Now, right before winter, spring, summer, fall, we have Gemini, Sag, and Virgo, Pisces time. That's our processing time. That's when we want to turn within and make some time during June and December, which is Gemini, Sag, and March and September, just like we're doing now for Virgo, Pisces, and take a time out to process your life. If you start to practice and work it in, even if you can do it once a year or twice a year and not all four, whatever, work up to it, right? If you can do all four, that's even better. And it causes you to have less stress, less baggage, less stuff to do at the end of the year, right? And so this is why we take time to process before we make our decisions at winter, spring, summer, fall. And then as we go forward from there to the Scorpio gate of power and end close the whole year, we have some permanent endings and we have some permanent anchoring to do when we get to Taurus, Scorpio, and Leo Aquarius times. So we process and review and go through and do our assessments before we make choices, decisions, and commitments and make moves, right? It's very active during winter, spring, summer, fall, but then we got to ground it. If you're always in your head and you're always just thinking about it or talking about it and not actually doing it or being it, it doesn't become the embodied wisdom you're actually after. So we want to practice as much as we can with getting in tune with this rhythm to process, choose or commit, and then anchor. And it's just an ongoing rhythm of how we get anything done in this world. So it's good to tune into and why we pay attention at the turn of the seasons. We're releasing all toxic relationships, any burdens or obligatory commitments. They've, they've, they're done. They're done. Just know that anytime we're approaching a Venus retrograde, renegotiation across the board, if you can, with anyone you've been in relationship with for the last 18 months or the last eight years, it's time to renegotiate. Even if you just look at yourself and your chart, where your Venus is and how that works for you, it's still time to renegotiate your own values and priorities, right? <laughs> exactly. I say, <laughs> and so it is. So we're assessing the value of our communities and support systems and things. That's helping us too, because as you change, everyone around you has to change or go away. It's the natural law. So when you're feeling like you're not magnetizing the relationships or support that you need, it's time to go within and shift that vibe. And in this point, we can really call in the balance. So again, with it being twice a year in a literal way, 
where we can really do this. Now, another layer that's kind of feeding into our closure vibe is that we're so close to the Pisces full moon. And, and so we want to honor that the Pisces full moon is actually related to the Virgo new moon. So it's more important for us to clear anything blocking us from having our systems reset. Okay. Virgo rules our systems and how we work, you know, how, again, with the processing, how we process everything that goes into our mind, body, or spirit. Virgos rules that department of, of processing. So we want to get practical, get realistic. What can your system actually handle? So that goes into technology too, and your phone and your computer and the doom scroll and all that madness and being so worldly because it does take a toll on your system, whether you're conscious of it or not. And it will tax you down the road. And then you don't have the energy that you need for what's in front of you for real, right? So again, with becoming more embodied, less in your head, even though it's been a total air year, right? It's been Mercury going backwards in the air signs has put a huge focus on our mental well-being and, and mental health for the year has been off the charts. So just we got to do what we got to do for ourselves, right? Chiron's in Aries right now. The healing, education, and soul work is up to you. We have to do it for ourselves. We don't have to do it alone, our communities, and do it together as we do. But just know that there is this completion of a rhythm and routine that's just, again, run its course. It doesn't make it good, bad, right, or wrong. But the other thing, because most of y'all know I got six planets in Virgo. So one of the things is we implement these systems that work for us or these rhythms and routines, and they work, and they work for so long that you don't think to question them. And so I have learned the hard way with my Virgo to question at the pivots, at the pivot points, at the seasonal shifts. Because when I make myself question, is this routine serving me? I catch little things that need to be tweaked. It may not have to, you know, get redone altogether, but this is the time where we tweak it and we check in with what's going to hold us through the dark season, through the winter, through the slow, you know, pull back in, work on yourself season, right? And we, re and we start to conceive the new year. That's what we're moving toward, but we got to do our harvest first. We have to gather and assess and figure out what we have and what we need, right? And then we can make some better decisions after Mercury reworks us in our relationships, right? We have, um, I want to cover just a little bit how we look and we're good on time, Shanta. So with any Mercury retrograde, you're focusing, you know, the issues that are coming up are your personal thought patterns and your personal, you know, mental cycles. So I always say that the Mercury retrograde gives us three to four chances a year to do a data dump, to do a mental release, to pull back in, also pause on the input, process what you already have, stop adding to it during the Mercury retrograde. We want to just stop the presses and go through everything we already have gathered over the last quarter, right? Your individual ideas, thoughts, and concepts. This is going to be really juicy in terms of your creativity for going back over all your ideas to feel into how they can be evolved not just for you, but for who you're serving, right? And who these ideas are um, supporting out in the world and how can that shift to, you know, who do you want to serve? Who are your people, right? And how you learn, communicate and express yourself gets a review. How's that going? Again, in your Libra department, you can turn to your own house. And for anyone that doesn't know, I might cook up some goodies for fall equinox so that you know exactly where Aries, Libra and Cancer Capricorn are. 
for you and your chart. So just um, stay tuned. Give me a day to throw those out. I will send them individually. But yeah, it's time to check in there and see how you're communicating and expressing in your own partnerships and things. How you perceive reality. Again, with the filters needing to be cleaned on a regular basis, it's so helpful. But sometimes we do get in a, a pattern of thought that gets us stuck in a loop that isn't productive, let's just say. So we want to make those adjustments and tweak and fix. Mercury retrograde might be hard on our mechanical things, might be hard on our communication with others, but it's actually really good for turning within. It's actually really good for communing with your angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides. The veils are thinner. The messenger is, is busy and, and focused in this department of your life. So you can actually invite those messages and those um let's say confirmations that you might need about certain people coming or going in your life or partnerships that you want to cultivate in the future. Most of you know my, my mantra is reciprocal relationships, profitable partnerships, um, creative collaborations, and flourishing friendships. And then I just came up with constructive communities because it's still a way that we get together, but we don't like the crazy communities. We want to be constructive. When we get together, we want to build something or we want to share something or we want to change something, but we're not there to wah, wah and have a, a bitch session. That's not what we're there for. So this is the reset you can do that resets your boundaries too uh, with other folks and how that goes and what you're willing to, you know, sort of communicate about and what you're, you're done with, right? We're, we're kind of all done with fighting about certain things. The reversals are good for Mercury retrograde. This is what is supporting our harvest as well. Maybe we need to fix certain things. Maybe we need to pull back and reset in a certain way that we wouldn't do if we didn't get stopped in our tracks, if we didn't get pulled back or slowed down. But we want to do it consciously so we can review, revision, realign. You know, all the rewords are Mercury's domain. And I will include the goodies. Um, I have the Mercury activations that are happening while it's retrograde, which is special and unique to this time, I'll include, I'll include those with the post-call goodies as well, because we have something really special happening. So I want you to work this into your prayer work as well. It's going to trine Jupiter, which is blessings without effort, but it's also Mercury and Jupiter, which is your lower mind and higher mind or your, your monkey mind and your consciousness, right? And, and in a trine is this ease, right? So we're going to have ease and grace around changing our thinking, around changing our mind about certain things, around changing our perspective and our filters because we're looking at it from another angle now and we're allowing different insights to come to the surface. That's the other thing. It's not regular research. It's not your regular digging for information. You wanna open up to your other senses and see what you're feeling or sensing or hearing or tasting. You know, Get away from your eyes and get away from the repetitiveness, because the other thing we can do is reset our neural pathways, right? And we want to reset them to a certain balance of input-output. Humans are input-output creatures. We eat for the day and we have to eat the next day. It's the same thing with our mental body. And if we don't take time to do the release, it's just crazy up there. So three to four times a year is not too much to ask. We also have some tremendous blessings and good energy coming by spring. So this is the time where we're starting to gather our seeds that we want to pop in the next six months. So as you're harvesting what you've been able to accomplish and get done this year, you can also be thinking about what you can build on with that for next year. 
I always say we want to grow legs. We want our, we want to have our foundation. We want to have our central focus. We want to have our acts of service in, in the department that matters to us, but we want to be able to break out of there and grow legs in certain ways so that we can cross-pollinate and expand in certain ways and learn how everyone's coping. You know, everyone's developing these new mechanisms for how to function in their everyday life now that certain things have been kind of opened up and freed up and released for you, right? A lot of things got moved out of the way into general principles, so you don't even have to think about it. <laughs> so we like that. We like when the universe or the planets do the heavy lifting, okay? So you can, you can call that in as well. All right, Shanta, I think I am fairly complete. The season, the special activation. Oh, I have, wait, wait, two more things about the Mercury. The trine with Jupiter is our blessings without effort. Again, it's still a process because it's going to hit it three times over. And as it does that, it's rewiring our consciousness, right? By the same token, it's squaring Pluto, which means we're going to have to have to change something, right? Something is permanently changing in our thinking and it's okay but it's also a process. So there's this digging. And when the first hit, which actually happens this week, it's kind of the giving you the clues of what's going to be up for you personally, right? So you look at what comes up in the next three weeks and you know that that's what you're going to have to review over the next three weeks. And so it's a process. It's not going to be a one and done. And the big part of what Mercury is really doing and what I want you to keep, you know, sort of in the back of your mind is that it's linking up in an initiatory way with Mars. So remember how last year in 2020, Mars retrograded in Aries and reset the masculine in a huge way. And our masculine is how we negotiate on our own behalf, get our ideas in the world and hold good boundaries. So this got a huge, like 32, 34 year reset. And we're coming out of that. So we are automatically with this Mercury retrograde, again, changing our thinking around who we are and what we want, Mars department, our desires, and what, how we go after them. So it initiated, it linked up in a conjunction, initiation in Virgo, which to me said, let's process and go back over our physical reality and check in with how we're thinking and how we're making our choices and see what needs to be cleaned up and purified there because that's Virgo's job. And then now while Mercury's retrograde, it's gonna initiate again with Mars in Libra. So that tells me the review, the reset is almost like get yourself together in Virgo so that you can reset things in Libra with other folks. But guess what? The finale is on the end piece when they link up after all the other activations are done in Scorpio. So that is the conception point where we get to conceive our new ideas, thoughts, and concepts for ourselves, for our lives, for the world, for the quarter, however you want to look at it, whatever works for you, right? Daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever. This is going to be a huge reset of how you think and how you make your choices, how you process the information that comes to you, and then how you act on it, right? That's the huge rebirth. That's a conjunction, a new cycle of doing that, a new cycle of being, right? <laughs> All right, Shanta, come on back, darling. I think that's it, unless you can think of questions or if anyone else has questions, absolutely. Like we're here, we're live and we don't have a hundred people. So it's easy. <laughs> Shanta and I have had, uh, like Shanta, oh, you know what I want to bring up? This is one year from Shanta's trek across a country. 
She drove from Mount Shasta to Martha's Vineyard this time last year because I was looking at her invitation and it was like, everyone keep her in your prayers. And if she can make it, she will. <laughs> so it's true. One it's year true. ago. How are you doing? Thank One you. Year later. So I, I arrived on the 29th of September last year. Uh, I landed on Martha's Vineyard. So, um, well, maybe it was the 30th in October. So October 1st was my first real full day on Martha's Vineyard. And so that's coming right up. And it's just been a very amazing and full year. And I'm truly blessed. And I'm doing things I never thought I would be doing. And um, actually just enjoying life in a whole new reality that where things are happening with people in person and spending more time in a new community and calling in the community that I really require so that I can feel supported and, 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 and work with others in a new way. And this has been a really, really good time. So I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm blessing California and all that's going on in the Western states. May there be um, a healing and may things change very quickly. All the rain that seems to be on the East Coast, we're sending it to the to the West and really keep, keep the trees, especially, and the people in your prayers. So speaking of prayers, we have maybe about five minutes time for prayers. And so if you would like to unmute yourself and say a prayer, it's a good time. We're choosing to really respond from a place of what it is that we want to see rather than what we're noticing and what it looks like now, because that's changing really quickly. And so we want to focus on how the change looks for us and what we want to see in the world. And may everyone come together in a really new, harmonious and balanced way. So if you'd like to say a prayer, you can unmute yourself and be right here with us and, and share your prayers with for the world, with everybody else. It's a really good time for that. I'll, I would love to share a prayer for a coming together to support one another and take care of one another. Yes. Thank you. Together short, we see it. Short and and sweet. It is. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, Brandy, did you have I more just, of that? I just said short and sweet, you know, just okay. where I really envision a shifting of power structures where we empower each other and it becomes about offering and caring for and supporting life truly all all forms of life thank you absolutely thank you thank you very much for that and thank you for bringing out those prayers and may it be so and may all the world leaders feel that shift into harmony and the willingness to care for the people and may the people be able to receive what they need with more grace and ease 
May that be so. Anybody else? Well, since I am thinking about trees today and every day, I'm just going to go ahead and say a prayer for all the trees in the world. May all the trees in the world thrive. May there be a new understanding of the gifts that they bring and how important they are for balance on the earth. May the, the trees thrive and so through them, may the people also thrive. May the animals thrive. May it be a wonderful, empowering ability to, to work with the trees, to use the trees, to recognize trees, to hold the trees in a special, um, honored way because they are so essential to our well-being for the well-being of the planet. Thank you, God. So it is. Anybody else? Hi, this is Leela. Hello, Hi. everyone. I hope you can hear me. I have a really Absolutely. bad connection. You're good. Because it's raining. <laughs> and yes, I send that rain out west. Yes. Um, my prayer is for peace to prevail in people's hearts and for divisions to be healed through love between people and for all those who are in need of food and shelter for, their, for that to be provided to them with I don't know, with warmth and again with peace. Thank you. Thank you. Together we all say, and so it is. Thank you, Leela. So it is. <laughs> yes. May the divisions come together in harmony. May there be balance and harmony in all the place where there is divisiveness now. And may it show up in beauty and unity and perfect balance. May people come together for the good of the planet, good of each other, for the highest good of all. May it be so. Um, thank you. Thank you for the gathering. This is Dee Brown talking. Um, I um, would like to offer a prayer for um, the individuals out there who may be lost, um, sojourners looking for a spiritual path that speaks to them, um, that they pick up that little flicker like, like uh, I did a few months ago and uh, um, come to a place of being able to love and honor ourselves um, because I think only that way can we love and honor the planet and the people around us and make the connections um, necessary to sustain us. And I'm really, really grateful for, for the community that I've discovered um, online and in person. And, and I would just, you know, like to shine a light bright for all those lost lambs out there to, to see it and come our way. Ashe. Thank you. Thank you. And so it is. Mm -hmm. 
may, may all find their community. May they find their, their sisters and brothers in, in love and support and that community system of, of keeping us all in balance and harmony together, working together for that. May it be beautiful and available with grace and ease for all people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So maybe it's time for us to go inside. And so we will just, if you got yourself unmuted, go ahead and, and mute back in. And we are going to just allow ourselves to, to move into a state of prayer and balance for this meditation. We have about 11 minutes. So we can just fill that up with this empowered time of reflection. So as we come together as a community, we come together knowing that each of us has this unique spark that is a, a, a spectacular blessing for each person in the world. It's this unique spark that is only ours to give. And it's so, such a blessing and it's so important that we are able to shine with that, knowing that we are holding these unique gifts that are so valuable and that the world needs our gifts. So that as we come together to support each other, as we come together in love and harmony and balance, that we are becoming this brilliant lighthouse that shines out to the world 360 degrees all around us. We're like the beacon on the hill. We're that lighthouse that keeps ships from crashing on the rocks. We can do that. That's who we are. That's what we're here for. So we breathe into these gifts and we ask that our gifts be shared with grace and ease, that we be shown the ways, the people, the direction that we need to go in order to share our gifts with the world. As we do that, may it fulfill us. May we feel that sense of destiny being fulfilled when we share our gifts with the world. And maybe it's time to speak out when, when we can, when it feels right, when it just sort of tumbles out of your mouth. It's probably the right time. So we just bless our timing. We bless divine timing in our lives and in the world. And we recognize that, that as we pay attention to the seasons and the rhythms of nature, that we are being provided with divine timing. And this is part of our gifts. This is what we're here to use. It's wisdom that we're here to ground and bring that grounded presence of wisdom and divinity through us. 
Nice deep breaths. As we breathe these deep breaths in harmony with who we are, the balance that is there within us, and the balance that is in the earth today and all around us. We are absorbing this balance today. We are bringing it into our whole beings and aligning ourselves with balance. It becomes like our inner gyroscope that's perfectly in balance and harmony. And the minute we start to feel a little scattered, uh, out of sorts, we know that we have lost that connection to our divinity. We've lost that compass point and that inner gyroscope. So we know where to come back. We come back to our hearts. We come back to that grounded presence that is here on the earth. We come back to that honoring of the beauty and the wisdom that is coming from the support system, all the worldly aspects of life don't hold a candle to the beauty and the presence that is divinity working within us. And as we concentrate on that and embody those qualities, we bring that balance. We bring our divinity to bless the world and all that is necessary for the earth to work in balance and harmony. That is what we're bringing. So just breathe that in for a moment. Let it integrate into your body. As you breathe it in, that's how you bring your divinity into the world, is you breathe it into yourself. And you recognize these qualities of consciousness that are so uplifting. When you can look at a flower and you are just mesmerized by its beauty, that is divinity working in you. When you can lean up against a tree and feel the root system that is sinking down into the earth, matching up and integrating with all the root systems of other trees through that mycelium connection, through that ancient structure that is going on beneath us, even though we might not feel it in our own or see it around us, it's happening all the time. We just need to tune into it. We're letting go of those, that sense of obligation for feeling like we have to do something or pay attention to something or work with people that don't honor us, that we don't feel that respect that we, we deserve. We are letting that all go and recognizing it's just not important. It, it doesn't have value for us anymore. We're not the same as we were. And we need to honor those changes that have come into life at this point. 
So taking this time to reflect on what we've done this year, what are we harvesting? What did we set out to do in our intentions this year that has come to pass? And honor that for yourself. What is new in your life that's really working? That's what we're focusing on now. We don't need to focus on what isn't working anymore. We don't need to focus on the people that aren't who we want to be with. As we reset ourselves in this new energy system, we take these this time to make new choices for life. And our entire future depends on the choices that we make right now. So breathe in new opportunities. Breathe in expanded perspective. The new ideas, the new creative channels that are opening inside you. The new community, the new directions that you feel. The new beauty all around that is bringing a whole nother state into our lives. We're pausing, this is a pause. Just breathe in that sense of taking a moment. And maybe you can do it in nature and maybe you can do it in your in privacy of your own sacred place but make that space for yourself so that you can take the time to really honor who you are now and ask for the what you need. We, we're here to bless that which we have and ask for what we need. It's really important. When we can actually get very clear about what our needs are, it makes things a lot easier. It becomes this intentional direction of wholeness. Breathe that in. And we can have that intentional wholeness. It is like self-healing. It's really taking care of our lives and taking responsibility for ourselves in a way we may never have done before. But now it's time. And it's an idea whose time has come. So we can't give anyone anything that we don't have ourselves. And so it's really important that there is a, a recognition of the need to fill our soul's presence. We're, we're like filling with this balanced breath. We're filling ourselves like a vase. We're filling it all in and opening up so we have this sacred vessel that is our soul, that is ready to be nourished and nurtured. And we do that by taking care of ourselves. <clears throat> Excuse me. We do that by, by recognizing 
what it is that we would really love to receive or love to do. Because when we are happy in ourselves, our souls are thriving. And that is nourishing. So all that we can do to bring that into our special time right now and our special situation in life, it's really important. And we want it to be practical. You know, we, we need it to be grounded. We need it to be practical. I mean, it's, we need to take that time to go into these states of, of consciousness. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little drink of water here. <clears throat> when we're in a time of breath and opening and allowing, we're receiving on a very deep level. So that is allowing our consciousness to expand. And when we're out there in that consciousness, we are able to perceive situations and things in a, in a, new, a whole new way. But we can't stay out there. We need to bring it back, bring it back all the way into our bodies. We need to ground it through the base of our spine into the earth. We need to allow this grounded presence that holds this level of consciousness, that holds our divinity, that holds these new expanded ways of looking at the world. We want them in our bodies. And that's how we become more of a lighthouse, more of a beacon, a radiant beacon of light and hope and opportunity for others. The world needs hope right now. The world needs to know that there's alternatives, that there are choices, that with every thought we think, with every desire that we fulfill that feeds our soul, that is transpiring and creating a whole new level of harmony and balance on the earth. And we are doing that. So this, this is an, an initiation time. It's a power time. So we, when you're in an initiation time, this is a time to really honor that and take, take the time you need to be receptive and to really do this transitional work on yourself. We all need that. So this is a receptive time. This is a, a, this is a blessed time. This is a, a time for strong prayer. And the prayers that you offer to others have a tenfold return. And the gifts and the blessings that you put out comes back to you with grace and ease. So this is the time that we're in for an equinox balance. Honoring what we need, honoring our choices, honoring others, and bringing more harmony right here and right now. Nice deep breath. And I would say, thank you. Namaste. Thank you so much for being here. Kelly, if you want to come back and honor everyone that is here and we're saying namaste to you all. Thank you. She might be deep. Infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you. Love and gratitude to everyone. And, and thank you for taking this time to really go deep within yourself, to honor your heart, to honor this community, and to honor the world for its transition as well. As everything that's coming up is that which is not in harmony with this new earth that is being created. So we are very close to a, a new time. So, but if we could just be able to stay balanced for the next couple of years, mm-hmm. take all the time that you need to do that, and that will serve the world and serve yourself in much better ways. Ashe. Ashe. Namaste. So be it. God bless you all. Thank you. <laughs>